uh, and then finally what i'm also really excited about for the two wheeler market uh, is um, this uh, in uh, we call it navizer and nav audio uh, and uh, these actually retrofit onto your any helmet and it's a in helmet navigation and uh, communication system so this is meant for completely hands free distraction free and no phone use navigation and so just like your indicators tell the people behind you whether you're turning left or right navizer actually pairs with the maples app and in your helmet in your peripheral view below your eye line these led cues light up hi wherever you're listening to us i hope you're doing well welcome to the daily tech conversation where we bring you insights from tech entrepreneurs cxos and investors i'm hariyarakli and in this episode rohan varma ceo and executive director at ce info systems better known as map my india talks about why the company is expanding its hardware products business into the consumer segment offering sophisticated trackers navitainment units and in helmet hands free smart navigation assistance rohan also talks about how map my india is becoming an anchor platform for startups to innovate on building products for both enterprise customers and consumers one exciting example is a product currently under development in collaboration with a startup in bengaluru that will combine geospatial data and augmented reality so welcome again uh, to this podcast uh, wonderful to have you and thanks for making time on a saturday at short notice thanks so much hari you know it's always a pleasure uh, i think in, in the indian tech scene I mean, folks know you but maybe it'll help if you give us like a one minute snapshot of map my india you're a geospatial data company a tech company got it uh, so map my india is a deep tech digital mapping geospatial software and location based iot company we build products and platforms in the maps and technology space broadly and we've been doing this for 28 years now just by, by way of uh, you know some basic homework i was looking at your recent numbers this year seems to be really good for you so far you've grown across all your sort of main segments and what what is happening in your world uh, is this new compared to the pre covid times so i mean i guess the company has always been on a solid uh, fundamental uh, and by that what i mean is we have multiple products we have multiple markets uh, we are known for being the most premium or the most uh, Uh, sorry uh, the most preferred partner in our space because our products of a particular quality and standard um and uh, we've always run a tight ship efficiently uh, you know fiscally been uh, quite disciplined and prudent so as a result of that you know even when we ipoed uh, everybody knew that we had a pretty large order book uh, and you know that's that's based on the efforts that we have put in to get customers from the automotive world or mobility and logistics world or the consumer tech world or enterprise across private and public sector so the so the revenue growth is uh, simply a function of the unfolding of that order book um, and also the new uh, business that we win in year so the new business mm. that we generate and the profitability is a function of us being a digital product and platform company high mm-hmm. kind of contribution margins and hence uh, and you know like i said being efficient with our fixed cost so the so the operating leverage keeps kicking in 
but we but we want to keep making investments uh, for the future growth of the business so hence i think we have we've tried to maintain a steady uh, profile of about 30 40% revenue growth and about uh, 35 to 45% ebitda margin and 30 to 35% pat margin 30 uh, so so that's that's kind of our sweet spot right now but you know uh, of course we'd love to accelerate that uh, or at least kind of keep compounding at that rate so yeah you know i'm also guilty of not following the numbers very closely over the years but i think more recently i saw I mean particularly last probably 9 months as you have mentioned in your recent press releases as well i mean close to 50% growth so i was wondering whether things are changing in terms of uh, you know demand for your technology stuff like that yeah no that's also a fair point what you're saying that uh, you know the thing what we have seen in the last few years uh, is uh, is, and and I don't know whether it was uh, I don't think it was affected by COVID in a positive way. To be honest, the only thing that happened during COVID was, in fact, automotive industry uh, went through a lockdown, uh, as well as the mobility and logistics industry again was affected by the lockdown. So, in fact, that had a negative effect on our on our business during that time. But more than that, I think people have realized how in how many ways maps and map-based technologies can be used. And now, of course, IoT, that being another important leg of our business, how that can be used to create capabilities for businesses or for government. Um, and, and, and the fact that you know we've always innovated, thinking about the different use cases or the different ways the world can benefit from maps and location technologies, I think that is playing out where more and more use cases by more and more customers uh, are clicking, uh, you know, when we have these conversations. And and the other nice thing about our business is we go built in to either cars or bikes or scooters, or we go built into apps because we're an API company also, or we go built into the operational workflow or the digital transformation workflows of our customers. So in a sense, as they grow, our business also grows because it's based on per vehicle or per mm-hmm. per, uh, per API transaction or per user. And, and so uh, in that sense, we try to kind of, and uh, we've had these long customer relationships for 5, 10, 15 years. Mm-hmm. Mostly the, the, we operate in, with the, the large uh, companies. So we operate in the large segment. And so they're all doing well, economy is doing well. So uh, we're grateful for that. But yeah, we have to keep working hard because, you know, in technology, if you're not innovating, you're essentially dead. Mm. Yesterday, day before, you uh, made a new announcement about uh, hardware devices. Previously, have you had hardware devices already? Is this a, a kind of a next generation kind of thing or is this entirely new what you've done now? Uh, so we've we've actually had a hardware play for for long oh. time, uh, but in different ways. So you you absolutely said it rightly. Our hardware journey with Mapinet started in two thousand seven when we had uh, the Mapinet Navigator. This was a portable device that you'd uh, stick onto the windshield, and uh, and you would get uh, navigation guidance even in a completely offline world. Now, uh, with technology, with smartphones coming and connected vehicles coming, 
the market trifurcated or bifurcated, let's say. And so we started to go built into the cars and, and now bikes, so which is great. It's a good B2B2C OEM business. And the and the other thing that happened is the smartphone became the way to get navigation. So that was through the app. Well, obviously, we face this uh, the 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 issue of the monopoly of Google, and I'm gonna kind of uh, uh, stay away from that right now. But uh, what we also started to do, uh, you know, in about 2011 onwards, is come out with tracking GPS tracking systems. Mm. That is the other big like use case around around GPS, which is remotely monitoring your vehicles. Mm. That one we took to the B2B, the fleet market. Right. And so, so essentially, for the last uh, you know multiple years, our IoT business was uh, focused on the enter the fleet or the B two B market, mm, and we uh, you know just uh, consciously we kind of uh, held back on B two C, where we did have, we were selling uh, you know devices or gadgets to the B2C market, but it was a very, very small portion of our business, like sub 5%, maybe 2%, 3%. But, uh, you know, having kind of showed up our B2B and B2B2C market, you know, and having a very predictable kind of growth path there where we are market leader, you know, our aspiration now is to bring to consumers directly the best of automotive technologies or the best of gadgets. And so with Maple's gadgets that we've announced uh, two, two days ago, really, it's a really good uh, bouquet of gadgets that anybody, I believe, should have in their cars or even for their bikes. Um, and I can, I can go into what these different products are or categories are, because I genuinely feel these can be great for road safety or just hassle-free kind of commutes. These days, a lot of it gets... Uh, built built in as you said uh, i'm sure some of it is your technology as well what might be the incentive for an ordinary guy to buy an additional yeah. device outside yeah no you absolutely said it right i mean what's been exciting for the last few years uh, for the last many years and increasingly in the last few years is uh, is that oems whether cars or bikes or scooters they're really bringing great tech built into the car and so every new generation of vehicle has more and more tech. Uh, and Mapin is a beneficiary of that. Our tech goes built in from the factory floor, which is which is good. There's there's two things that we wanted to address with Maple's gadgets. One is that look, there are there might be 20 million new vehicles sold every year, but there are 280 million vehicles on the road. So uh, so even though this year they might be really cool technology coming in new newly bought vehicles but just because i have a two-year-old or four-year-old vehicle doesn't mean i should not benefit from the latest technology mm. so that's one uh, and so that's what maples gadgets allows somebody to upgrade their existing vehicle to make it really at the cutting edge of technology and the second is that you know with maples gadgets uh, this is our way of bringing the best of map my india you know, which is our product vision or our desire for consumers, uh, what they should have in its whole or total to the consumers. And it all centers around the Maples app, which is kind of our, uh, uh, which is our way of helping people navigate better, more safer, you know, discover the world better, 
uh, with better maps um, uh, and, and other interesting features. So we can give kind of this flagship experience, let's put it like that, directly to consumers with Maple's gadgets. And it becomes kind of a roadmap for OEMs to adopt this technology for their next generation of vehicles. And so the and also the OEMs partner with us because even they recognize that you know a new platform that they envision today will come to market two, three years later. So they partner with us for Apple's gadgets to put it as a genuine accessory uh, with their existing kind of cars uh, which are being sold. So it's a very complementary uh, uh, solution. And we just wanted to kind of show up every segment of the market with our gadgets. Tell us a bit more about, uh, I mean, give us maybe a quick walkthrough of these products. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are four categories of products that we've launched. One is uh, GPS vehicle trackers. The second is uh, 4G dual uh, dash cameras. The the third is in-dash for cars infotainment uh, systems or navitainment systems. And the fourth is for two-wheelers in helmet navigation and communication systems. And uh, so, so I'll talk about each of these categories. Uh, the GPS trackers we believe is should be kind of hygiene now, because like you said, you know, uh, whether it's you are leaving your car or your bike somewhere parked somewhere and you are not there, or it's parked downstairs and you're sleeping at night, or your loved ones are traveling in the car or your driver is taking the car, I think you should just know where the car is. And is it is it being towed? Is the ignition being switched on? Is the AC being left on? Or is the car idling? Has it arrived? Uh, for all those reasons, uh, you know, these GPS trackers are super useful. They also tell you the driving behavior. So whether there was a lot of harsh acceleration, braking, cornering, or overspeeding. I just think it's something that if 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 you have a uh, discretionary income of two, three, four thousand rupees. I mean, uh, or you know, the value of your car or bike or scooter to you for your personal or professional use is, is worth that money. It's just a no-brainer uh, to have. Yeah. So that's kind of the first. And we've we've done two categories, recognizing kind of different needs. One is deep installed, fixed into the vehicle, and the other is plug and play, which you can kind of straight away plug into the OBD port. It's just like a like a USB and uh, you can take it out and share it between cars. So just two different uh, modes for, for consumers. So that's vehicle trackers. Then, you know, the other category, we call it Maple's Car Eye, which is this uh, 4G uh, enabled dual camera, uh, dash camera with GPS tracking and everything built in. So it's a higher end product. It actually costs 23990 But uh, what that does is it actually gives you the CCTV feed. So you can see the front of the, from the, what the front of the car is seeing. And you can also see inside the cabin. And if you choose, if the setting is enabled, you can even have the mic input. So it's really a full-fledged monitoring system. Um, and, you know, this is super useful to kind of know a, feel good about the peace of mind for loved ones. It's also very useful for taxis uh, because, you know, uh, you can also have somebody kind of remotely view uh, what's happening for like a loved one. Um, if an accident happens, you know whose fault it is. Uh, I think a thief would be very afraid of now coming to try to steal the car uh, because they know obviously they've already been captured on the CCTV or the car. 
So I think again, yeah, there is there is of course a segment of the market we are going after because these products are expensive initially. Uh, but but again, if you have the discretionary income or the value of your vehicle or the or the passengers is enough to you, I think this is also something I really hope people get. It'll also help a lot in the insurance market significantly mm-hmm. uh, because every the transparency that these trackers and these these dash cameras bring. Uh, you know, it keeps everybody on their toes. So insurance companies will also benefit because, you know, hopefully that will reduce accidents. So then the the in-dash navitainment systems for cars, a lot of cars now come with infotainment systems. That's that's right. And they're getting better and better. What we've done with this is our vision for kind of what's the best infotainment experience you can get which is it's got a built-in uh, Android operating system. It's got an offline map and navigation loaded into that with other built-in integrated apps. Plus, uh, we call these iSnav, these systems iSnav, and they start at, uh, iSnav stands for Integrated Connected Entertainment and Navigation Systems. Uh, it's also got Android Auto and CarPlay, which is completely wireless, so you can stream your stream your phone uh, apps or control the system from your phone and it has multimedia bluetooth all of that all of that jazz so for you know for for many of the good cars also i notice now they don't have like the most advanced infotainment systems and that's because you know the the OEM did a choice 4 5 years ago uh, when the technology was not this advanced that the consumer cycle allows for and also a lot of the international uh, or global MNCs, you know, India is the tech market, tech hungry, feature hungry consumer market. And a lot of the traditional OEMs from outside India, their markets, you know, are just not that tech savvy. So, I mean, I'm not I'm not making a, a strong statement here. Of course, some are super, super good. But this is that sweet spot where, you know, if you have an older car or you have a car that doesn't have a great infotainment system you'd you'd love to upgrade this uh and then finally what i'm also really excited about for the two-wheeler market uh is um this uh in uh, we call it navisor and nav audio uh and uh, these actually retrofit onto your any helmet and it's an in-helmet navigation and uh communication system so this is meant for completely hands-free distraction free and no phone use navigation and so just like your indicators tell the people behind you whether you're turning left or right navisor actually pairs with the maples app and in your helmet in your peripheral view below your eye line these led cues light up so if, if when it's when it's on the left it means you have to turn left when it's on the right it means you have to turn right and different colors tell you the sharpness of the turn that you have to take bare left or sharp left or U-turn, et cetera. And uh, this is the, uh, I think this can help, like instead of people kind of putting the phone in their helmet or like looking at the uh, down, which the, all all of those things are bad, you know, this this really can help, uh, you know, keep your eyes on the, on the road while riding. And the same thing, uh, there's an in-helmet audio system so you can communicate. So that's nav audio. Wrapping this up with how Maple's app kind of uh, is is the the central app which you use to navigate independently like you could use maples app on your phone if you're not even uh, driving or riding but also uh, what 
you know, you can use Vapples app to basically see the remote location of your vehicle, to get all these alerts, to see this uh, video surveillance or video monitoring, or to pair it for navigation. Or, um, and, and in that, you know, but when we give you uh, navigation with Maples app, it shows you a 3D view of a flyover that you're upcoming. That's, that's upcoming. So that's called junction view, uh, which really makes it less confusing and clearer whether you have to climb or avoid a flyover. And we also tell you speed limits of, of, of the roads that you're riding or the, where the speed breakers are, where the speed cameras are or sharp curves are. And the whole idea around this is for you to have a safer drive. And, and this is all besides the fact that we allow you to search for house numbers and get to exact house addresses, or we give you 3D maps where you have these 3D immersive metaverse-like maps or 360-degree views, which we call real view. So, so there's a whole host of features that comes with Maples app. And we really believe that wrapped up this experience of maps and technology related to your vehicle or your travel or commute through Maples app and Maples gadgets, uh, should this should have a big impact on the lives of consumers uh, you know, going forward. Hopefully, that's what our attempt has been. This is all super exciting. And I couldn't help thinking that it's only a matter of time before you're going to integrate your technology with something like an extended reality. And, and I suspect you probably are already doing a lot of R&D on that. And you're absolutely right. That's the next generation product we are working on, uh, along with a really great startup, actually, that we're investor in. Uh, and we've, uh, we're designing in India. Um, and, and together with them, we are kind of bringing this to market. We call it Armor, A-R-M-O-R. Um, uh, and this is essentially an AR glass, as you said, which uh, there's a lot of, like you said, augmented reality use cases, uh, you know, be, that's beyond uh, while riding or driving. It's for industrial use or general walking. So that's for another day. The product is under development now. So <laughs> how far away are you from commercializing it? I think, I mean, we're doing so many trials with so many customers. Uh, I think uh, it's more a function of, you know, can we get it down to a price point that 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 makes sense uh, for uh, you know, different segments of the market. So, uh, and and what's most exciting for us, like you said, is, you know, the ability of this technology to augment capabilities. And and, and also the fact that we, you know, we're advanced enough uh, and confident enough that we can design these in India, make these in India, and not mm. be dependent on, on foreign countries for this technology. Mm. Mm. So this uh, startup that you're working with, I mean, uh, is that a reflection of uh, maybe initial initial stages of uh, Map My India becoming sort of the underpinnings of a broader ecosystem? Where I mean, I saw on your website that you already have lots of developers on the software front. So maybe Map My India is some kind of an anchor anchor tech company where a whole bunch of startups are building some really cool uh, software and hardware products around your uh, technology platforms. Do you see that happening now? Yeah, we've we've always envisioned ourselves as a platform, and I mean, maps are this ultimate platform where you know different users or different developers or different businesses can use and build upon maps for different use cases. And so, when I said that we're an API company, that's exactly kind of uh, what that allows. That you know, different developers to build uh, their own solutions, their own products for their own markets. 
And, uh, you know, we've ha- we have a thriving developer ecosystem with, that uses MapIndia's APIs. Uh, um, and, and the the interesting thing is these are not just uh, map APIs. These are APIs which definitely have maps, but also allow for these tracking and telematics use cases or geospatial analytics or workforce management uh, or C- computer vision-based AI uh, APIs. So it's it's actually APIs that uh, or, or APIs that can help help you kind of uh, bring in IoT systems or integrate with IoT systems. So so this whole idea is to allow developers to build great applications on top of it. Uh, and so they are doing this independently in any case. Plus, over the last uh, few years, uh, you know, last maybe two, three, four years, we we've, we've also uh, invested in different interesting companies in different spaces. So like I said, uh, this uh, AR ADAS company, which is with with whom we've built Navizer also, in fact, as well as uh, 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 this Armour new product, or uh, actually a battery swapping energy fintech, uh, you know, fintech and energy network battery swapping company, who's uh, using us for various things, an oil and gas SaaS company, which helps you monitor congestion and compliance for safety and for kind of understanding of oil and gas uh, stations where, you know, fires can break out if we don't follow SOPs. Um, I mean, there's drone companies that we've invested in, IoT company that we acquired. So there's, we we, we really, you know, there's only so much MapIndia can do as a company and there's only so much we want to do. But uh, but there's a lot more that we believe should happen in the world. And so we're trying to find this, this way of kind of, you know, enabling different companies using our maps and technology through APIs or through our solutions, but also in areas where we believe that, um, you know, we can add value or we can accelerate uh, the adoption of good technology for good benefits, uh, you know, to the customers, to the users is where we're also making some investments. We've done something in gamified social travel um, uh, commerce, which which is also super exciting. So it's it's kind of a fun time uh, uh, where, you know, these companies are doing their innovation for their markets. We have a, we have a stake in them. So financially, it, it, it makes sense for us. Strategically, it makes sense, definitely makes sense for us because it helps us kind of uh, increase our addressable market and, and show that uh, Mapinia's maps and technologies can be used uh, in, in so many ways. So yeah, so that's kind of the ecosystem we're trying to build. Very nice. Uh, so back to the, the gadgets on the consumer front, uh, how might people uh, buy it? Yeah, so so people can buy it. One is by going to mapplesgadgets.com, M-A-P-P-L-S-G-A-D-G-E-T-S.com. Uh, we ship uh, Pan-India. Um, uh, we have installers spread across the country, a couple hundred uh, folks. So then you can just simply schedule installation if you need it. Otherwise, you can self-install uh, also. Um, people can also buy it from approved genuine accessory showrooms of various OEMs. So OEMs such as Mahindra, such as Hyundai, uh, and also other outlets which uh, you know who are who are keeping our stock or keeping our in- inventory. Uh, we'll come on the marketplaces, uh, online marketplaces a, in a while. I think that's that's under uh, kind of um, uh, under stages of kind of uh, rollout. Uh, so 
so yeah so just or just call us double nine double nine triple three double two three uh and and we'll pick up and help you with with what you want all right i mean the three five year time frame do you expect the hardware business also to be a significant contributor to revenue um uh, so so we uh, you know since the last year when we uh, actually acquired uh, gtropy uh, 76% in this iot company and even before that but definitely accelerated after we acquired gtropy uh, hardware uh, has been a part of our business again b2b so mostly fleets mobility and logistics and the 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 point of that hardware is to drive saas revenue from year 2 onwards so subscription revenues to keep that service going um so for the trackers it might cost 1500 to 2000 rupees per year after that uh for car like i said it's video 4g etc so it's expensive it's about 6000 rupees per year after that uh for, but for navitainment and and uh navizer etc there's no recurring cost so hardware might be 15 20% of our business uh i don't know whether we will uh, make the mix be too skewed uh, or unless we have very good reason uh, to do that because like i said we want to maintain a particular overall business profile uh, you know from a financials point of view but but again you know it, it's not always that i can predict exactly how things will turn out if we, if it makes sense for the business if the there is a large market opportunity like i said 280 million vehicles on the road and if we can uh, do it in a way that makes uh, financial sense for the company then of course we'd like to go after a uh, larger piece of the market okay excellent uh, one wonderful conversation as usual uh, thank you for making time for this definitely hope to keep the conversation going thanks so much harino it's always great to talk to you thank you for having me that's it for this conversation i hope you found it interesting You can find all our podcasts at forbesindia.com and on your favorite podcast app. I'm Hari Arkli. Thank you for listening.